Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cameron's Podcast. Of course, that isn't the real podcast's title. We just made that up because there isn't actually an official title for it. Maybe we should think of one. So, what are we going to talk about today? Oh yes, the great detective Sherlock Holmes. But before that, I'd just like to leave in a side note. Do you remember back when we spoke about the original invention of audiobooks, back in the days of Sir Thomas Edison? No? Well, maybe you should go and check out that podcast if you have the time. But in it, we spoke about how the audiobook went from being on wax cylinders to cassette tapes, and then to the present-day equivalent, streaming. But I am sad to say that the original creator of the cassette tape passed away last week. Luottons, you will be missed. But now on to our topic, Sherlock Holmes, the great consulting detective. Many of you may have heard of Sherlock Holmes, but I'm not sure if all of you understand the true essence of the character. Sherlock Holmes was originally created by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle in 1887's Study in Scarlet. He was inspired by Edgar Allan Poe's character C. Supine, a detective in France who solved many mysteries. There was one in particular where the murderer turned out to be none other than a gorilla escaped from the zoo. Sherlock Holmes appeared in 60 short stories and novels written by Doyle, although many more were wrote in his honour. Sherlock is best known for his deductive reasoning, science and forensic analysis, and his ability to use disguises. Being a pop culture icon, Sherlock Holmes has appeared in many TV shows and films. The first popular Sherlock Holmes was portrayed by Basil Rathbone in the 1930s and 40s in a series of 14 movies. Of course, due to the period of time which this was made, Sherlock Holmes appeared in the present day fighting the Nazis once the war began, although the original few movies were set in the Victorian setting. Many years later, in 1985, we got Young Sherlock Holmes, which was the first movie ever made to have a CGI character. The following year, there was The Great Mouse Detective, where we saw Sherlock Holmes turned into a mouse. Now, this may be somewhat unrelated at first, but who here remembers Star Trek? Well, it was a show about a group of explorers searching the stars. It was originally made in the 1960s, but then rebooted in the late 1980s as Star Trek The Next Generation. One of the characters on the show, Mr. Data, was in fact an android. In order to become closer to a human, he would often imitate their art. And one such character was Sherlock Holmes. In several episodes, you would see him don a deer stalker and smoke a pipe in order to better feel like he were human, and to solve crimes. Then of course, we had Iron Man as Sherlock. 
Robert Downey Jr. did a very good job in a set of two movies, both set in the original Victorian setting. But then, shortly afterwards, we had Benedict Cumberbatch in his own TV show set in the modern day. And then, finally, one of the most recent and still ongoing versions of Sherlock is the American Sherlock, Elementary. No. No, 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 no. Moving swiftly onwards, in the present day, there are many statues of him. And his original house, 221B Baker Street, is now a museum. But now, enough about the past, let's look to the present, with today's special feature. Over my many years working with Holmes, we have encountered some unusual cases. Yet none stand out better to me than that of Henry Baskerville. It was a winter's morning, and I had just begun reading the standard. Good morning, Watson. Morning, Holmes. The nine o'clock post has arrived, I see. By Jove, Holmes, how did you deduce that? Elementary, my dear. I search your jacket has been moved from the cudstone to the fireplace. There was a light dusting of snow upon it, and it is so slow to dry after becoming damp. You turned the collar on your shirt when you went out, and you have yet to lower it again. You're also wearing your shoes rather than your loafers, signifying you have been outside. Holmes, your mind amazes me yet again. John, you have much to learn. <laughs> I did not deduce that the post had arrived from that. You are holding this morning's newspaper. Ah, so I am. This must be our next client. Do come in. Good morning, Mr. Holmes. My name is Mortimer, Dr. James Mortimer. Good morning, Doctor. Please, to sit down. Thank you. I just arrived from Devonshire on urgent business. You're something of a local hero in my hometown after your involvement with Silver Blaze. I'm here regarding my late friend, Sir Charles Baskerville. Lord Charles Baskerville? Of the Devon Baskervilles? Yes, the same. I'm sure you heard of his passing earlier this month. And you suspect foul play? Of course I do. He was in finer health than I, and yes, they claim it was an arrest of his heart. I saw his face. Oh, oh, the horror on it. Please, Doctor, calm down. I'm unfamiliar with the official report. Could you explain from the start? Holmes, you haven't read? It was in every newspaper for days. Just short of two weeks ago, Lady Baskerville found, found his body in the garden. She called for me straight away. I live by my medical practice near the Baskerville estate. He seemed to have slipped on the ice, and the coroner's report claims that the shock stopped his heart. But his face, Holmes, his face! He had upon him the most ghastly look of fear on his face. It looked as if he had looked into the eyes of the... of the... 
Pray continue, Doctor. There, trailing away from his body in the snow, there were footprints. These were no ordinary footprints. They belonged to the hound, the demon hound itself. Preposterous! You believe he is killed by a demon hound? You can't possibly be entertaining the thought, Sherlock. The hound has killed before. Sir Hugo Baskerville in the 1740s. Sir Duncan Baskerville some decades after. The Baskerville curse of the hound is real. And now I fear it will come for Sir Henry, Charles's son, once he takes over as lord. When is Sir Henry due to arrive at the manor? Henry's boat from Boston is due at port tomorrow. He shan't arrive at the manor until the evening. I see. Watson, when did you last visit Devon? Not since the Afghan conflict. Ha 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 ha. You're serious, aren't you? Watson, look at the man. The curse is likely nothing more than a legend, but he is in sheer distress. The least we can do, or more specifically you can do, is accompany Sir Henry in here at the manor for the stay. And what of yourself? I've some business to attend to Scotland Yard regarding our last case. I'll be much too busy to accompany. Thank you, Mr. Holmes. Dr. Watson, I'll be on the next train to Dartmoor at 11.20. Shall I see you there? Well, it would be nice to get out of the house. I suppose I have no choice. I shall meet you there. Good day, gentlemen. Doctor, you will find me in the sixth booth in cabin five, on the train. Good day. Reep. Clomp. No, if you'll excuse me, I shall have to gather an overnight case. You can pack later, Watson. Get your coat on, we have to follow Mortimer. Follow Mortimer? Whatever for, Holmes? He's being trailed. Reep. Look closely, Watson. Do you see that carriage over there? Why, yes, I do. And the man behind the curtains? Hmm, it's hard to tell, Holmes. I'll try to get closer. And a cup of tea, please. Holmes! Holmes, what is it? You're being followed, Doctor. Followed? By who? That man over. Nay! Who spotted us, Holmes. Doctor, who was that man? I couldn't get a good look at him. Did you see his number? His number? I hadn't given the thought to look, Holmes. Perhaps it would be best for you to accompany Dr. Mortimer to the station, in case he shows up again. I'll pack your case for you and have it sent over. Ad break. Dog treats for cats. My cat Fluffles <coughs> loves these cat treats, don't you, Fluffles? <coughs> oh, Fluffles, put down that baby. And now, back to our feature presentation. Nay! So, this is Baskerville Manor? Yes, Doctor. It stood in this very location for 300 years, 
and survived a fire back in 1846. Astounding, quite so. I'm keeping watch over the building until Sir Henry settles in. The servants were given a leave of absence in respect of Charles's passing, but they'll be back in time for his arrival. Shall I show you to your room? Tweet, tweet. Oh, good morning, Mortimer. Morning, Doctor. How do you do? Say, Mortimer, who is that over there? Oh, do forgive me, Doctor. Where are my manners? Sir Henry? This is Sir Henry Baskerville. He's out to take an earlier train from the port. How do you do, Doctor? Nice place you got here, eh? Nothing like the good old English air. Good morning, Sir Henry. I understand you're an American. Canadian, actually. My ma gave birth in Ontario, and I spent my childhood travelling America with my pa, while my uncle looked after the estate. You ever been to the Americas? I can't say I have, I'm afraid. I have acquaintances who are American, though. You gotta visit a little joint called Elizabethtown if you ever go there, pal. I'll keep it in mind, thank you. Doctor, would you like to join us for supper this evening? We'll be holding a gathering at seven o'clock to welcome Sir Henry to England. Well, I wouldn't want to impose. Nonsense, Doc, it'll be an honour to have you with us. You're a well-known man in America. They're crazy about your stories. Is it true, Sherlock, seven feet tall? Ho, ho, ho. Of course not. He's three inches shorter than me. <laughs> You're a funny man, Doc. I'll see you tonight, then. Why don't you take a walk? The sun's out and it's a beautiful day. I just may have to. Tweet, tweet. Excuse me, please. Mind your step. I beg your pardon. You very nearly stood on this rare flower I'm examining. The black daffodil. Oh, I do apologise, mister. Doctor, actually. Doctor Jack Stapleton. Now, if you don't mind, I... Say, aren't you John Watson, the assistant to that madman detective? Good doctor, please. Sherlock is not a madman. He is one of the greatest minds in England. Perhaps in Hall of Her Majesty's Empire. He's still a madman. I could see him being in a penny dreadful. You... You aren't here on official business, are you? As a matter of fact, I am. I'm sure you've heard of Lord Baskerville's passing. Lord Baskerville? I didn't hear. How terrible. How did he pass? He slipped on the ice. Terrible. Just terrible. Well, if you don't mind, I have to be heading off. Odd fellow. Dr. Watson, how good of you to join us. Please, the table is already set. I have you next to Dr. Stapleton. Stapleton, did you say? That's correct. Have you two met? Yes, earlier today in the meadow. Ah, he must have been looking for flowers. He's a botanist, you see, and he's always experimenting with herbal tinctures. Oh, so, 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 so,
everyone, I'd like you to meet Dr. John Watson, the same who works with Sherlock. Doctor, I'd like to introduce you to Beryl, Jack's sister, my wife Cyril, and Brigadier Alphonse McManmering. Good evening, Doctor. How do you do? Shame about Charles, isn't it? As somebody would have him kill a psychiatrist is a despicable thing. Brigadier, <laughs> you and your stories are ever so entertaining. Why would anybody murder Lord Charles? <laughs> yeah, Alf, there's more chance it'd rain gold. With pockets as deep as yours, that seems ever likely each day. So, Mrs. Stapleton, we've never spoken before. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, Doctor, the pleasure is all mine. Ain't she wonderful, Doctor? Please, Sir Henry, we've only just been introduced. <laughs> doctor, Doctor, you misunderstand. Beryl and I are to be wed. Oh, I see. <laughs> Congratulations. A toast to the happy couple. Here, yeah, here, here. Yeah. Doctor, you aren't here about the escaped convict, are you? The, the convict? What the devil are you talking about? Did none of you read the papers? Selden escaped from Dartmoor Prison two weeks ago. Selden the actor eater? The man who wrote the cast of Macbeth in 1876? To very same. He's been seen stalking to more ever since. Good heavens! Nonsense! I was down there with Henry just before dinner. That wasn't a convict, it was a merchant! A likely cover for a murder. Oh, do calm down, James. I'm sure Dr. Watson will catch him. Cyril, darling, you remember my days of stage acting at the university? Of course I do. And I do remember your days of being a witch speaking to ghosts, Cyril Mortimer. Perhaps it was you who called upon the owner to kill Sir Charles. Speaking to ghosts? How quaint. Alphonse, please, it was merely a circus act. I must say, I am surprised. Would you mind demonstrating? Absolutely not. Well, I haven't done that in 20 years. Come now, Cyril, it should make for good entertainment. Perhaps I could speak to my pal again. If you insist. Please, everyone, join hands. Oh, spirits and phantoms near, do speak through me. Crush! Oh, I see. Do not break the circle. There are things that only you can tell us. Speak to us, Sir Charles. Crush, crush, crush. Charles, speak, crush, crush. Speak, crush. What happened to you that night? What happened on the moor? Dear Sherlock, I have been at the manor now for two days. The people here are all strange in their own regard. Stapleton, the botanist with absurd notions of books and plants. McManmering, 
the Scotsman who occupies his mind with conspiracy and is quick to accusation. I suspect the butler who takes walks every night across the estate and is never seen until the morning. Selden, the cannibal of actors, reportedly escaped from prison, but it is hard to believe that he is a hound in disguise. Ad break. Darling, 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 there's a demon biting me. A demon biting you? Yes, phone the police. Did you use your demon repellent toothpaste? Phone the police. No, dear. You know what happened last time with the vampires. Phone the bloody police. No, what you need is demon repellent toothpaste. Just one scrub a week and demons will be scared of your teeth. Yes, but he's biting me too, you git. And now back to our feature presentation. Tweet, tweet. My, what a fine day. Ahoy, sir, ahoy. Sir, would you be interested in my ways? I'd be a travelling salesman after the Navy days. No, thank you, sir. Scotch share issue? Orientity? No, thank you. Tappen say no hartle? Please, I am not interested in you, nor your tinctures. Oh, come now, sir, there must be something. Musical spectacles? Listen here, I'm really not interested. How about a lady's bathwater in a vial? I do say, I've a good mind to call the constabulary. Meet me in the old mine tonight. I shall not. I've seen things on these moors, sir. Relating to the Baskervilles? I shall tell you then. Good day, sir. Where's for sale? Where's for sale? Beryl, darling, where's Dr. Watson? Oh, he set out some hours ago for the mall. Said he wanted to take another walk. The moor? Damn it, Beryl, there's a snowstorm heading in. Sir Henry, we must go out hunting for him. Maybe danger out there. Oh, don't go, Henry. Beryl, we must. I know the more better than anybody, but even I can't go alone. No, Beryl, he's right. We'll go out looking. I'll be right behind you. Did it echo? Did it echo? Hello? Is anybody there? Hello, Governor. Looking for me wells, are ye? Clock. Listen here, sir. I've had enough of your games. You tell me what you want, or I'll shoot. Oh, good heaven, sir. Don't fire. Who are ye, anyway? I'm a detective. I'll have you know, you old fool, I am the famous detective, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes? Well, then, I must be John Watson. Sherlock, what on earth are you doing here? I almost shot you. Watson, I apologise that I had to lie. Ever since the Silver Blaze incident, I'm famous here, and I couldn't risk being found out. I get nothing done with reporters on my trail. But Sherlock, why on earth would you expose yourself? No, why not when I first arrived? Watson, there are simply some things you do not understand. If I had to expose myself earlier, that would have loomed over you throughout your investigation. It is sometimes best to tell a lie when you yourself believe it. I see, Holmes. So, what have you discovered? 
I had your letters forwarded to me, but I would much prefer your thoughts as they are now. Not much, I'm afraid. The butler is a strange fellow, and I think he has something to do with it. Every night he seems to disappear. He's having an affair with the kitchen hand. How do you come to that conclusion, Holmes? It isn't important. Watson, I've been doing some research of my own at night. I can't explain it yet. I haven't enough proof, but I suspect foul play. You mean to say Charles Baskerville was murdered? Yes, of course it was murder. You think Lord Baskerville, a well-known expeditionist, would die from a fall on the ice? By Jove, Holmes, I hadn't thought of that. And the poor prince, when the Baskerville kennels are found on the other side of the estate. But Holmes, if it was not an accident, then what did happen? Like I said, Watson, I haven't the proof yet, but I can't be certain that Sir Henry is in danger. Watch him, especially in the moors. Of course, Holmes. I must make my way back now, they will be growing suspicious of my absence. <coughs> Good heavens, the snowstorm! I must get back to the manor soon. <coughs> Watson, Watson, where are you? Damn it, he's been missing for hours. <coughs> the jabbers, the hound, the hound! I can hardly see the path. Watson, Watson, wait. Holmes, over here. John, damn it, the hound. <coughs> Sir Henry. Help, help. This way. Watson, do you have your service revolver? Of course. <gasps> Jesus Christ. It's, it's from hell, Holmes, do you see? Shoot, Watson. It isn't working! Bang! 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 Watson, compose yourself! Check on Henry. I'll examine the hound. Sir Henry, can you hear me? Good Lord! Holmes, he's barely conscious! Help me carry him to the house! We couldn't find him out there, Beryl. Henry and I took differing paths. I've lost him, too. Jack! Oh, Jack, you're freezing. Please warm yourself by the fire. Quick, come, no, fast. Oh, oh, Henry, is he okay? Watson, what on earth is... Sherlock, I don't understand. Who's attacked by the hound? Quickly, fetch me some dressing and hot water and gather the others. Sherlock, what's going on? Murder. It all makes sense to me now. Charles Baskerville's death was no accident. What do you mean, Sherlock? Holmes, what are you saying? It was very simple, in fact, dear Watson. You recall when Henry told of his childhood, do you not? How he travelled the world with Sir Charles, and how the Baskerville estate was frequently watched over by his uncle, Martin. He didn't, however, mention his cousin, whom he had never met. Martin's wife died childless during the typhus epidemic, and he soon remarried to a young widow, Agatha. She had with her a son, whom, should Sir Henry die, the title would fall to today. This boy never took his stepfather's name, and so he was allowed to remain hidden, with nobody knowing his true heritage of the Baskerville. 
The cousin killed Sir Charles and tried to do the same to Henry. And what about the man following me in London? Ah, that is why you are wrong, Doctor. It was in fact a woman shadowing you. Once Martin remarried, he had a daughter, one who came to know of her brother's plans, and she was the one who watched you. Shortly after your train left for Dartmoor, I received this letter, addressed to Henry and yourself. If you value your life, stay away from the moor. As you can see, it was made with words cut from the standard that morning, specifically page 8. Moor, being an uncommon word, was written ink. It is a common misconception that block capitals make the handwriting idiosyncrasies undetectable. But it was clear to my well-trained eye that this was the writing of a woman. She planned to warn Henry of the plot to murder him. But murder, Holmes? We saw the hound! Exactly. Henry's cousin knew that killing them himself was much too obvious, so he used simple makeup in order to create the illusion of the hound's legend. What we saw attacking Henry was a rabid dog, smeared with phosphorus grease made from plants. Specifically, the black daffodil. Holmes, that's absurd. Who will go to such to, to such lengths? Oh, you know all too well, Stapleton. Or should I say, Cousin Jack. Crash! Help! Stay back, all of you. I'll shoot her if you move. Stapleton, no! Oh, please, Jack, I never wanted you to hurt anybody. Surely you understand. Damn you! You can't arrest me. I'll take a carriage to the coast, then a boat to Central America. He'll never make it that far. I've posted constables along the roads, and the only other way is across the Grimpen Mire.